Hi everyone, Sandman here. I'd like to dedicate this video to Jacob. He sent me a donation and I want to thank him for his support. Anyways, the topic for tonight's video is a response to Stardusk's video, which I'm also adding in the description. I don't want to cut him up or attack him. Instead, I want to thank him for bringing up the subject of marketing freedom and marketing MGTOW. What I want to do is make the case or argument in favor of marketing freedom for us MGTOWs. The very line, marketing freedom, got me thinking about the creation of the United States. Everyone knows that Stardusk and myself have had our disagreements in the past, but if you know your American history, then you know that in the early formation of the United States, there were many misunderstandings and divisions between the Founding Fathers. Stardust himself mentions that men, by their very nature, dissent against each other. And it is through conflict that men resolve our differences and move forward. And I believe that Stardust sees the great value in marketing, even if he says he doesn't. The United States were basically formed on the back of a marketing campaign. The taxes that the British Empire was putting on the American colonies for tea were basically insignificant, if we compare them to the tax rates that people pay today. The story about the Boston Tea Party was told throughout the colonies to rally support for independence. When the Founding Fathers decided to go their own way, they also decided to write the Declaration of Independence. It was a document of self-ownership, but they spread it throughout the colonies so that people would hear those three magical words, We the People. In addition to that declaration, early Americans created other symbols that they could get behind, as well as used to promote their fledgling rebellion. The Constitution and architecture in Washington, D.C. are such symbols. Men are visual beings, and we respond to what we see around us. If marketing isn't important, then why does Stardust, the thinking ape, put so much effort into presenting his viewers with fancy 3D graphics at the beginning of his videos? Why does the thinking ape select images of apes to pique our interest, as well as curiosity? The phrase, the only way to win the game is not to play. That too is marketing. Everything is marketing. The way we speak, the way we present ourselves on our YouTube channels, to our viewers, everything is basically marketing. All of it. I also showed pictures of Washington, D.C. to everyone yesterday. And I also want to make it clear that I'm not an American, but I understand that to some extent America exists because of marketing. We also have the Gadsden flag with the snake that says, Don't tread on me. In my case, I've changed it to, Don't tread on men. This, too, was a form of promotion. I know Stardust lives in Germany today, and he's traveled all over the world. But I don't know what his views on the United States as well as American values are, and I would love him to talk about why he left the United States, if that's where he's originally from. I'm assuming that many of us believe he was originally from the United States, so that's why I'm saying it. In Germany before the Second World War, there was a guy called Martin Niemöller, and I'm probably pronouncing his name incorrectly. He was a prominent pastor and an outspoken critic of Adolf Hitler, and because of that he ended up spending seven years in Nazi concentration camps. And he had a famous quote that goes like this, First they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out, because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak up for me. Martin said these words when he did public lectures after the Second World War. But what he said is also very valid today. And how many people know that the fashions of the Nazis were once made popular by Hugo Boss? The Third Reich knew how to market itself, much like the Americans and the Communists in Russia did. They were doing this to make their citizens feel better about themselves and gain political support. 
I'm not saying I agree with their end goals, but I'm saying that the marketing campaign worked on the people in these particular countries. If MGTOWs turn our backs on the men's rights movement and allow it to be outlawed by the state, and it becomes less socially acceptable, then in the end it means less people coming over to the MGTOW movement. Stardust doesn't seem to like the men's rights movement, but many of the people that found his YouTube page did so because they originally heard about men going their own way through a voice for men. If the government declares the men's rights movement a threat, how long before they declare MGTOW a threat? At that point it would only be a matter of time before they declare us a threat as well. Then people in our society might start looking at single men with disdain and wondering why they aren't getting married. Could they possibly be closet cases of MGTOW? Yesterday someone pointed out another petition against the men's rights movement. This was done through change.org and I'm putting a link to that petition in the description below and it basically read as follows. The Southern Poverty Law Center declared men's rights advocates to be a hate group back in 2012. So how is it that in 2014, the Doubletree Hotel in Detroit, Michigan is going to host the first international conference for men's rights? MRAs are linked to the recent mass shooting at UCSB, wherein a young man declared that he would exact revenge on all the women who had rejected him. MRAs are linked to false rape statistics, further perpetuating the dangerous myth that women make it up for attention. MRAs are linked to threats of rape and murder against women who dare to speak out against them. Simply search the phrase MRA and you'll see the violence, hatred, bigotry, and misogyny that MRAs support. It is the responsibility of all people to stop the violence, and the first step is to stop the support of that violence. Tell the Doubletree Hotel that sponsoring a Voice for Men and hosting the Men's Rights Conference puts them in bed with a domestic terrorist. Tell them to stop. Tell them that this is basically unacceptable. So there you have it. Men's rights groups are being called domestic terrorists once again. And what happens if the Doubletree Hotel in Detroit decides to throw Paul Elam and Dean Esme out? Would that be a good thing or a bad thing for men going their own way? If the Men's Rights Conference loses its right to freedom of assembly, then it might only be a matter of time before we lose our right to openly discuss our ideas here on YouTube or anywhere else on the internet. And after all, the struggles that we've had with regards to YouTube copyright, do any of us video creators really want all that work that we've put into our videos to go down the digital dung pile of history? Before taking all of these pictures in Washington, I ended up going down to Philadelphia to take pictures there as well. And I went to the burial place for Benjamin Franklin. And here's that marketing material, also known as the Stars and Stripes, covering his gravesite in a cemetery in Philadelphia. Throughout most of the 20th century, the United States was promoting itself as the greatest country in the world, and it was competing to attract the world's best immigrants with countries such as Australia, as well as Canada. The way this was done was through cultural products, American films, television shows, and consumer goods. The United States still creates some of the world's best canned entertainment, including blockbuster films, cell phones, and computers. And not only are they marketing and selling those products, but they are marketing and selling the country as well as the culture of America. Apple and Google aren't simply global brands. First and foremost, they are American brands. They promote the ideals of America. Mass-produced, high-quality goods is what they stand for. I know that the iPhone isn't manufactured in America, but up until a few years ago, having an Apple iPhone was the thing to do. Samsung has taken away Apple's momentum over the last few years, but now the world could basically start experiencing cars differently thanks to Google's driverless car that they unveiled today. That was a brilliant piece of public relations, as well as marketing. 
People in other parts of the world are going to see this particular video, which I'm also including in the description below, and then say that American ingenuity has done it again. America built the mass motoring car culture, and now it's trying to reinvent itself with cars that have no drivers, steering wheels, or gas or brake pedals. And the rest of the world just stares in awe. Stardust, I'm happy that you're spreading a positive message of freedom and hope, but please don't say that you aren't doing any marketing. Marketing is the process of communicating the value of a product or service to your customers. You are selling to people or your customers the value of MGTOW. You're putting up YouTube ads that are supporting your channel. So yes, people watching your videos are your customers in a way. You and I both have our opinions about MGTOW. I'm also willing to agree to disagree. But, but please don't say that you don't think marketing is appropriate and then use the MGTOW sign on your videos. I saw you use that symbol with the arrow many times. It's a form of marketing as well that you might not be aware of. It's also a form of marketing. At this point I'm starting to sound like a broken record. Stardusk, I tend to agree with you that MGTOW is the way forward. And just changing the rules so it's safe to dive into the deep waters of matrimony once more, like the men's rights movement wants, is not the answer. In a way we need to break free of the grip of women, like the Founding Fathers broke free from England. We need to go our own way and declare our own independence from the matrimonial institutions and gynocentric laws that are controlling us. This is the way forward in my opinion, and if we want to create our own symbols and marketing materials such as the Gadsden flag, then we are free to do so. By the way, what does everyone think of my Don't Tread on Men logo? Do you think it's worthy of being put on a t-shirt? Let me know. Anyways, that's all I've got to say on this particular topic for this evening. Thanks again to Jacob for donating money. And thank you everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.